This is me, a feature portrait of people and daily life in West Nile and Eastern Africa. Almost four in five people around the world believe that access to internet is a fundamental right. A poll for the BBC World Service suggests United Nations has declared access to internet as a universal right. In today's feature, we focus on limitations to access to internet. I'm Gabriel Adrapi. Now a new form of communication and access to information alongside the print and electronic media Internet is the most powerful potential source of enlightenment ever created. If you want an evidence to this, listen to the testimony of Mr. Anziku Fanel, Internet user. I am called Anziku Debo Fanel. I am a teacher in Nebi Town Secondary School. Yes, I have some access, although not uh, as uh, expected. I access uh, this service sometimes uh, twice or three times a week because of some of the challenges, of course, uh, in getting some of the equipments. Sometimes you go to the cafe and there's no power and like that. Of course, first of all, you should have the will, the interest to learn the computer. And then you also need to have some money. It uh, means that you have to spend part of your income on uh, accessing uh, this service. Although now there are some fonts which have come and you can easily, but of course the font size is so tiny and it you know, spoils the eyes. You may fail to read some of the things, you may fail to type. So the only thing is to go to a cafe. When was the time actually you first started accessing internet? It goes way back to about two to three years back to say it is of recent. Just because the publicity for the internet has come out and uh, not the move in technology is the, the, the thing which is driving, especially me, to internet uh, accessibility. Now, to many people, computer is still something very new. What is your assessment? Yeah, the computer now, to me, it's not so new, simply because in the school systems we've had uh, some opportunities where the ministry uh, brings some of these opportunities like uh, cyber school technology, where they train a few science teachers to teach using the computers. There is also this program, Computers for Schools, a company moving around to give computers to schools. That's how I've been able to get closer to the computers. You're a science teacher. Yes. What is the impact of internet on your profession? We get most of the recent information in the internet. Like, we're living in a changing society, things are changing. Some of your notes you need to update from internet. So when you're making notes, you don't need to refer to these old textbooks. First of all, even some of the textbooks are online. So you just go and open and then you make your notes and you get a little bit more current. This has made work much easier to me because what used to be very difficult to do is now much easier. Like uh, I can type my notes, I can uh, edit them there and then. The problem now is there are too few people who are getting this. Like if you wanted to refer your students to it, the accessibility is not there. And so it also is kind of one-sided 
that's where the, the biggest challenge now lies. As a teacher, you come to the cafe to access internet. Tell me about your expenditure on the internet. Yeah, the financial implication is there. One thing is I have to go to where it is cheaper. For instance, uh, uh, this one where you got me, it is 25 shillings per minute. And uh, I told you I visit the cafe twice or three times. And on average, I spend about 10 minutes. So that means if you calculate, it's... It's about 1,000, 1,500 shillings per visit. And so I have to commit about 5,000 shillings to that effect because I know the importance to me. Like uh, I have links with friends. I get pieces of information. Some part-time jobs are also there on the net or as well as the notes I can prepare on. So it is a must-do thing. I teach in a town school just one kilometer away. So when I'm free for my lunch, I can branch there. Or in my evenings, after I've jogged a little bit, I'm fresh enough, I can go. So it's, it's easy since I'm in town. Yeah. Now what is your comment on the charges in the internet cafes around? Yeah, I would like to say that now that there is a power, we're using power from uh, Wenreco, I would think that they should actually reduce for us the charges. Because like when they are using their own generators, they say the fuel is expensive and the charges are a little bit high. So now that there is some stable power, they should even reduce the rates for us more and more so that more people can access it. Now internet has said to be a universal right, but uh, how many people are actually accessing this? Do you think uh, many people in this community are now connected to internet and freely uh, communicating? Uh, this one, I'm seeing uh, an increasing need for it, but the number is not yet the one which is expected. I think one thing is uh, it is the elites who go in for this, especially in the cafes. And then there are those who even completely don't know about it. They don't know that even it is a, a right now. Maybe it needs more sensitization on the part of the masses so that they can access the information. One, the charges. Two, where to access from. Three, computer literacy, the technology. People don't know. There are few people who know about the computers, how to operate them. Based on those ones, you find that uh, it becomes difficult for many people to access. Even, first of all, the, the, the urge to learn more. People need to be educated about it. What do you comment on uh, computer lessons in schools? I now see many schools having this system. The computer lessons have taken off, but the challenge is the numbers are too big. You'll find one computer for over 40 to 50 students, and the accessibility is not there. The teachers who are teaching the computers are also not there. So it is a long way for us to go. One, I would advise that the government trains more teachers who can teach the computers to the students. Even the number of computers in the schools needs to be increased so that many students can be able to access. I would even think that people should begin to get their own computers, like we are getting phones. If you have the computer nearby, you can learn some of the things on your own. Uh, how much do you think many people are missing out there for not having computers, for not having access to internet? Really, they are missing a lot. Because there is a lot that's going on in the world, you are not seeing it. A lot that's going on around you, you are not aware about it. So people need to just, the only way is to get started and go the computer way. Mr. Anziku is already privileged to be connected to internet, unlike Andama Alfred, a plumber from Iwata in Arua district. I'm Andama Alfred from Iwata. I'm now 26 years old. I, in fact, have not tried to do maybe computer skills yet. I'm a plumber by profession. In fact, I'm trying to make it so that I get 
that in knowledge for computer, yeah. Have you ever heard of computers before? Yeah, yeah. When you heard people talking about the computer, what came in your mind? In fact, when people talk about computer, the little I, I know about computer is it can make work easy and it can make people to access so many things, which can also make communications easy. In fact, I was, let me say, my first time for caring about computer. I, I thought maybe it is, a, it, it is a human being or it is something which is a bit complicated. Now people are accessing information from different parts of the world. Some of the programs on the computer include the internet. What is your knowledge about the internet? I know something a little about the internet whereby you can access information, you can receive information, or it is, it is in fact it is replacing the way people used to communicate to each other or send letters. The problem I'm facing is the lack of a computer because I'm, I'm really desperate. I, I need computer so that I should have access to it and those other things. So that thing is, it is really a big challenge to me. I cannot afford that. How do you feel not to have access to computer and the internet services? I always feel that I should at least have knowledge about that thing. So I tried. I tried my level best after I completed my craft one. I was planned to go for some studies concerning computer so that I have knowledge. At least I should have knowledge for internet like that, but I'm still struggling. I know I will do it. When you need information from other parts of the country, currently, how do you access this information that may be useful for you? For sure, it is a bit difficult. I just access information just within, let me say, over radios or on papers, just like that. Most cases, we get these papers just within town here. In the villages, it is also difficult to get papers. That is a big problem in, in the villages. You know, in things like, let me say, power in the villages, it is, it is really difficult to access these things. Most of our people here, they normally get these things within town. So in the villages, people move to town to access such things. It is, it is a bit difficult. I know in, in, in most schools now, they have started introducing syllabus for computer. So what I could say is if the government can try to provide these schools with some computers, who can try to educate people about computer knowledge? Since in the villages, you know, electricity is, is, is a bit difficult to access it. So I think if the government or people who can able to, to afford these solar panels and you install them in your villages or in the schools, let me say these schools in the villages where they can try to put these solars and use, since to use computer it needs power. These internet services, they are, they are really good. They make communication easy and I myself, I want to struggle and I, I must have knowledge for computer and internet communication so be easy. Nyamua Walter is an IT administrator at Arua Diocese Media Center. He has been on internet for long. Uh, I've been on internet for quite a very long time. I started using internet in 2004. That's approximately nine years. 
There are too many benefits. First of all, uh, academically, you get to improve in terms of studies. You can study, the, use the internet as a tool to do your research, uh, helps you in studies. These days we study online. There are a lot of uh, advantages. Academically, I've me, it has been of great impact to me. I've managed to do some courses online. I've managed to do transactions online. These are some of the practical as aspects uh, for the internet to me. Again, it widens your knowledge. You get to know what is happening in other sections of the world. The internet has just made the world to just be at your fingertips. Whatever you want from any aspect of the world, you can get it. For instance, even people in the markets these days, you can know the world, ma the, what is the market of your produce even locally you can know that now that the access to internet is said to be a universal human right uh, there are many cafes now coming up uh, internet has been connected to the mobile phones in uh, uganda here as a user what has been your experience concerning the level of freedom in accessing this internet uganda is one of the countries when it comes to internet usage with one of the most is one of the most liberal countries i would tell you in africa people are free to use the internet as much as they want and may i think this is very positive unlike countries like uh, china countries like north korea where there's limitation on internet usage in uganda it's free that's the beauty everyone has access to this internet where they have even gone up to the extent of people having internet on mobile phones, we are seeing so many people going to using the social medias on the internet. This gives you the liberalization of the internet and the impact it's having on the modern Uganda. Though internet has come with enormous benefits, it has at the same time led to decayed moral. Internet has been abused in so many ways, particularly when you when you look at the social aspect of it. Young people are going to pornography, people are going to pornographical sites, people are using the internet to commit crime, what we call cyber crime. People are, you've heard of these fraudsters sending emails, this is part of the cyber crime. You're using people going to ATM cards, people cracking people's pins, people, these are some of the dangers associated with the internet and people are using it to backstab others. People are using it for smear campaigns. These are some of the challenges we are facing as a nation. But I'm also very proud that the Ugandan government is coming up with this. They're trying to operationalize uh, what we call the, the cyber law. Under the cyber law, we shall be having the e-transaction act, we shall be having the e-signature act and the computer misuse act. In the computer misuse act, this is where these things of pornography, people using the internet for, you know, smear campaigns, people using the internet for all these other, uh, you know, uncalled for activities, using the internet for stealing and all these other things. I think this will fall under this, uh, this cyber law and I think it's a positive step the Ugandan government is taking towards uh, the control of the internet. But what are the possibilities of granting internet access to all human beings in the world as targeted by the United Nations? Government may okay freedom for everyone to access the internet, but other factors stand as a bottleneck to the intending internet users. Stay tuned for the next phase of this feature on internet in a model village within Arua district. Set me free 
Those thoughts of you keep taunting me Africa. 